Terrebonne General Health System Community Sports Institute is recognized for outstanding service and contributions to Terrebonne Parish. We provide a certified athletic trainer to every Terrebonne Parish high school. We also provide concussion baseline testing to over 1,400 student athletes annually, along with CPR and AED certification to over 500 area coaches at both the schools and the recreation departments. We are proud to be your trusted resource in keeping our community safe. Visit TGHealthSystem.com. Hey, Ray Magliozzi here. I don't know about you, but my car could use a few upgrades. I mean, the 8-inch tear in the driver's seat does have sentimental value since my butt has molded to fit it, but I'm ready to move on. My solution? eBay Motors. They've got all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them, from seat covers to whole new seats. When I get that new seat, I think I'll put the old one in the living room, right next to the minivan seats, or as we call it, the sectional. eBay Motors. Let's ride. The Just for Pros event is back at Lowe's, and we're celebrating hardworking pros with special savings on the top tools, plus bonus perks to help you with your business. Sign up for Lowe's Pro Loyalty now through January 28th, and you'll get up to $100 off your TurboTax federal tax preparation. Just another way Lowe's makes your job easier. Lowe's, the home for pros. Discount valid on select TurboTax services through 41522. More terms apply, U.S. only. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams. And Max Kellerman. You've seen the last of Baker Mayfield in the Cleveland Browns uniform. They've got to figure out with that $19 million fifth-year option, somebody else may take it on and look at it as an opportunity to pick up some draft picks along with that in a trade. But I think you've seen the future go bye-bye. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, the Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. Leo Haggerty, bottom of the hour, Marlin favorites next segment. We'll talk Packers football here coming up in a matter of seconds, but first. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's Very cold Friday, Jordan Kleber, as we have, uh, cool temperatures, uh, freezing conditions, North Shore, South Shore, tonight. Some of them in the 20s. Yeah. That's it. No big deal. I can't complain. I, Sent you earlier yes, you're. a photo of my sister screenshotting the Weather Channel app of her location, minus 14 in Burlington, Vermont. I feel like it's not that, that's not that bad. But I have been there in January to celebrate all our birthdays. Our kids January, husbands today, I was Monday. And I have been there where we couldn't fly out because the planes were frozen. And walking from her door to the trunk of a car to put your luggage in, your lungs hurt. I, that's, that's brutal. So, I can actually say I've taken a, a breath or two or attempted to with negative temps. It is, it is not, it hurts. It, it actually hurts. It does. Uh, what didn't hurt was the Pels getting the win. 102-91 in New York. They booed poor Julius Randle. Jose Alvarado killed it. We can hear more from the Pell Slacker coming up before the end of the show. 
But again, we're going to talk a little bit of uh, NFL action here as well and some LSU news with Marlon Favor. Right? We'll do that all as well as we bring in to talk a little Packers football. Jim Thies, Big Sports Magazine. Jim, how are you today, sir? Gus, I'm doing great. How's things there? I'm, uh, you know, not bad. I, I, I was going to say kind of feels like Green Bay a bit, but not really. I mean, the coldest will be here is like 32. Um, sure. If it's anything like where my sister lives, 30s and 40s, they wear shorts outside because they haven't been in 30s and 40s in a while. We're in our shorts. We're playing golf with 30s and 40s. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want to go back to the beginning of the season. We'll get into the playoffs here. It's kind of what I've done with everybody that's covered the team, just to, you know, then to now sort of thing. We obviously remember it well because it was week one, and the Saints had, I thought, a surprising (laughs) win on that. Everyone freaked out. Aaron Rodgers says, relax, chill. Um, We're going to be fine. They go on to get the number one seed. I think he probably will be the MVP. And would you have thought any of that, Jim, based off of the offseason? that the Packers had with Aaron? You know, that was the big question back then when we talked previously, you know, was he even going to play? Did we know? And um, I think I, at the time I said, well, let's say he's going to play, but I had no idea. Nobody did. And um, you would, you would think with all the stuff that was going on that, you know, the Packers wouldn't end up the way they were, you know, where they are, you know, number one seed, as you said. So a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. But um, I guess stranger things have happened, and uh, look where they are. They've uh, got the number one and post this weekend and hope another weekend, and, you know, they'll go from there. But it, it, it's a bit of a surprise for me, yep. Yep, no doubt. I think the other thing, too, as well, when you look at the, this season, that relationship sort of – has it gotten better? Would you say it's gotten better with Aaron Rodgers in the Packers? Like, to the point where, do you think he's back next year? <laughs> so I think I think it has gotten better. Um, and and Rodgers, Rodgers has said that. I haven't heard much from the, the mm-hmm. front office or, you know, LeFleur has, has said that. But, and I don't, I don't necessarily think the problem is with the head coach. It was with more of the front office and bringing people in and keeping people happy. And that, that was his his concern, Rogers' concern, is what I'm referring to. And I think, you know, and Rogers said this about halfway through the year, that, that it's better. How, you know, that that we didn't, haven't heard, you know, how it's better, but he did say it was better. At the beginning of the year, I thought there would be no way he would be back mm-hmm. next year in Green Bay. And now, you know, I think, depending on how things go, again, you know, is he going to be... You know, is he going to be brought in on some discussions? I think that's that's what he wants. And I don't know where, you know, the front office is on that. You know, I'm, I'm still kind of like a 50-50 right now right. whether he'll be back. I, I think he'd be happy to move to California or wherever, you know, go back home or, or play someplace else. But, you know, he's done well in Green Bay. They love him, obviously. He's got some good people around him. If they can support that some more, I think – you know, I think that's what's going to be the difference. You know, is, is you know, are the people going to be there, both mm-hmm. players, management, coaches, whatever, um, to make him happy? Joe, when you look at this matchup here, a lot of storylines nationally this week. One of them is the success the 49ers have had on the Packers. Why do you think that's been the case? And you think that'll matter this week? You know, 
could very well. You know, what was it? A couple, three years ago, the Packers, I think, were in San Francisco, and they just they crushed they, the 49ers. Just crushed them. I think you know it was the running game. I mean, that's what did it. They missed. I think they rushed for 230 or 40 yards, or someone getting some out, and you know that was the difference. And you know they they come up with some great plans and great great ways to attack both uh, Rodgers and the offense and, and defend the and 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 you know do some stuff offensively and again it was it was all with the rush a few years ago and I'm not sure that the you know that's not their plan going in and you know and again you talk about the weather that's going to have an effect not I don't think as big effect as a lot of people think but it's I think the Colder weather, the poor weather, you know, hurts the offenses more than the defenses, which is not, you know, speaking from the Packers side, is not necessarily very, very good. Um, so I think, you know, I really believe that you got to be able to run the ball. You know, we all we hear that all the time. It's a cliche, run the football. You got to do that. But I really think it's going to be true. You know, and the temperature at kickoff is going to be nine degrees, and it's going to be a zero degree wind chill. You know, you got to be able to do that. You got to be able to stop the run or, or run the ball. And, and the team that can do that, I think, is is going to be the difference. You know, you you know, the NFL is all throwing and all this kind of stuff, but in this contest, I really think running the ball is going to play a huge role in uh, who comes out on top. Mm-hmm. Um, so that leaves us our final question here, Jim. Very simply, how do you see the game coming down on? On uh, on on Saturday, yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit again because of the weather. It's going to mm-hmm. be a little bit of low scoring. I know I I think it's going to come down to a last possession type of thing. Either way, whether the defense has got to stop somebody or an offense is going to score some points. But I see like a my guesstimate is like a thirty twenty seven thirty one twenty seven, and I'm I'm the old hometown guy, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Packers on that. Um, you know, I I think. I think, you know, they can attack, they can find some things, they've learned some things, they did some things before, and both teams have learned, obviously, from the previous game. But I think the, the Packers are, are in a little bit better shape, both offensively and defensively, to, to pull this one out. Again, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a three, four-point game either way, and yeah. you know, I'll, I'm just going to stick with the Packers on this one. All right, Jim, appreciate the time. Thank you, sir, appreciate it. All right, guys. Take care, guys. Yep. There we go. It's Jim Thies. Uh, covers the Packers for It Sports Magazine. We'll speak with Leo, bottom of the hour. Marlin next segment. Want to um, slide in John Forcade here to get his takes here as well. John, how are you feeling today, sir? Are you cold? Are you bundled up? Oh, man, I'm bundled up. I'm at the house, man. It's a little chilly outside, but, hey, you know, <laughs> golf was canceled today, so uh, I'm feeling like a villain. All right. I hear you, man. I got. To, I think there's some in, in, intriguing matchups and I feel like all four, though, can maybe go a certain way. And I can also argue the other way, if that makes any sense to you, right? Let's start Bengals-Titans, Tennessee, three-and-a-half-point favorite, 330 on CBS on Saturday. I can argue for the Bengals, and I can also argue for the Titans. How do you see this one? No, I, I agree with you that way. You know, the, the good factor for Tennessee is they got rest up, and uh, I don't know if Henry's going to play. Uh, that's a big plus if he plays. They're at home. Cincinnati, something new to them. They won their big first game in what you know, forty-eight and a thousand years, whatever it was. It's a long time for them. Going to Tennessee is going to be tough. Uh, it's going to come down to you know. I think Tennessee is going to win this game. It's going to be very, very close. Uh, I expect both teams to come out uh, playing well, and I just think Tennessee wins it uh, probably at the end. 
Yeah, I, I'm going. I'm going Cincy just because I, um, I, you know, you have three former Saints there. I like Burrow and Jamar Chase as well. I'm interested. I'm just. I'm very interested in seeing how far it can sort of go. Um, but you know, I mean, Tennessee has the experience. 49ers Packers seven fifteen on Fox. Green Bay five and a half point favorite here. Do the 49ers have a shot at the upset here? Who do you like? Well, you know, 49ers play some outstanding football, and I think it comes to a halt. Uh, just the fact that they had to play a, a serious game last week. Could have lost that game against the Cowboys. Garoppolo, I don't know how he's feeling, what the scenario is right. there. The weather condition is going to be a little bit different than San Francisco in San Fran or playing in Dallas in the indoor. They're out there. I think the Cowboys, I mean, excuse me, I think the Packers take care of business and cover the spread. All right, Rams and Buccaneers, Tampa Bay, two-and-a-half-point favorite here. I don't know what Rams team shows up, um, so I don't know if, if the Rams can do that. I, I'm kind of on the lines with you, having to bounce back after a loss to the 49ers, division opponent, you know the cards. Can they fly from L.A. all the way to Tampa and, and kind of match that energy? I, I'm leaning Bucks, but I can see if the Rams with that line and D line plays well and they have Odell Beckham now to go with, you know, Cooper cup. I, I could see them winning. I, I don't know. I don't know who to pick here. Yeah, it's a tough choice, but you know what? It's a revenge game. Uh, Tampa Bay got beat by the uh, Rams early in the season. I believe week two, uh, it was not a very good game for Tampa Bay over in LA. They are playing at home in Tampa, Tom Brady, I'm going to take the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers to cover. And, I, I, you know, hey, if the Rams win, uh, yes, I can see that. But I think Tampa Bay wins this football game and covers the spread. 5.30 p.m. CBS, the late game on Sunday. KC now one and a half. It was two and a half. Bills at KC. I'm going Bills for this one. I'm with you. I like the Bills. I think the Bills have played some good football toward the last part of the season. I like Allen all the way. Uh, there is some uh, holes in the arm, uh, armor there with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, granted, now, the last 10 games of the season, the defense for Kansas City has been number one in the NFL. But with that being said, I still like the Buffalo Bills going in and squeaking this one and winning this game. John, wait. we we got to pause for what? a second. What? There's a new toy in town. What? I was basically crucified. <laughs> After jumping off yeah. the Mitch Trubisky yes. bandwagon for Justin Herbert, for Justin Herbert, yes. Joe Burrow wins one playoff game for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm buying his jersey. He's tonight. buying yes. his jersey, buying his and <laughs> now he's picking the Buffalo Bills over his yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. And if the Bengals win, I would pick the Bengals next week over whoever they play. You are well. a joke. Yeah. That's what I'm doing, oh, John. Man, he's like he's, he's all over the place. Man. He's like a ball in the in the classroom. Just Unbelievable. All over the place. I am, and you know what? The smile on my face almost matches the smile on your face, man, that I saw earlier this week. You were at the Hank Tierney press conference over there at Archbishop Shaw. Man, I, a lot of history, a lot of relationship, and there you were, man, in the photo next to him. What was that day like for you and him coming back to your alma mater? You know, it's been a long time uh, knowing Hank since 77, well, way before 77. You know, back when I was at junior high, we played against his, his teams at St. Joseph when I was at St. Anthony. Listen, the big key is this, is they bring somebody back with, with old history of name, recognition. They lost that school over there with all the older alumni guys. And I, I hate to say this, without having them, you don't have anything at Shaw. Shaw is about the older guys that they put blood, sweat, and tear into that. You're bringing Hank Tierney back, you'll get that back. Now, you wasn't getting that even with Bang's father there, Tommy there. You just couldn't get that. 
look, that room was lit up like a Christmas tree. Everybody's excited. I don't know what's going to happen. The man's 70 years old. He's hurting a little bit, but he's got three or four years with him. Get that thing situated over there. I can see him rebounding with Shaw, you know, the 4A before they move back up to the Catholic League. I, I like it, and we're excited, and we're going to help out. The 4K brothers told him we will do everything we can in our power to help that school get back the way it should be. Mr. John, 4K, keeping warm inside the 4K domicile. Thank you, buddy, for giving us a little call this afternoon, man. We'll touch base again next week and preview the AFC and NFC championship games. Anytime. And good luck to your Bengals there, Mr. Uh, I'll yeah. buy his jersey. Yeah, who day? Who day? I'm All getting right, used yeah. to saying that. There it is. Un- who, who? Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Quick break. We come back. Marlon favorite. I'll, I'll try to recruit him over to the Bengals bandwagon as well. Why not? Why hey, not Dallas is out? Wait. Oh, don't bring that up to him. What do you mean? That's why we have, we're having a one, huh? All right. Marlon favorite. He's, He's got to explain. On ESPN New Orleans. Teaming up to create a healthier community, Coastal Broadcasting and Thibodeau Regional Medical Center present Health Watch. It is estimated that over 1 million visits are made to emergency rooms each year for suspected concussion from youth sports. A concussion is a brain injury that occurs from a bump or a blow to the head. If your child experiences a blow or bump to the head during sporting activity, look for the following observable signs. Appears dazed, seems confused, moves clumsily, slowed speech, loss of consciousness, personality change, or inability to recall events prior to or after the hit. Other symptoms experienced by the athlete may include headache, nausea, dizziness, blurred vision, sensitivity to light and noise, sluggish feeling, difficulty concentrating or remembering, confused or feels out of sorts. It is important to remember that a concussion is not always associated with a loss of consciousness. Balance is a reflection of brain functionality. Experts assess an athlete's balance, including postural control and sway velocity. In addition to balance, memory skills, learning, and concentration are also assessed. Baseline testing, often used in professional and collegiate athletics, provides a preseason evaluation of an athlete's abilities. In the event of a concussion, results of a baseline test can be compared to the post-injury testing. The Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional understands the importance of safety in athletics. We utilize advanced concussion testing technology called the Neurocom Balance Assessment System. Neurocom provides medical experts the information needed for a more objective, accurate, conclusive, and quicker diagnosis of concussion for an athlete's safe return to competition. Testing is conducted at the Outpatient Rehabilitation Center within the Wellness Center of Thibodeau Regional. The baseline testing procedure is the same for all sports. One baseline test per year is recommended. Baseline testing is recommended for athletes of all ages who participate in contact sports. Baseline testing should occur preseason before practices begin. Cost for baseline testing is minimal. Concussion baseline testing is painless, non-invasive, and lasts approximately 10 minutes. If you are interested in setting up a baseline concussion testing appointment or have questions about concussions, 
please call the Sports Medicine Center at 985-493-4502. 985-493-4502. Or www.tibido.com. www.tibido.com. Health Watch is a presentation of Coastal Broadcasting and Thibodeau Regional Medical Center. For more information on the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional, call 985-493-4502 or visit Thibodeau.com. can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the major league. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. There it is. I was waiting for it. I didn't plug in my amp there. Oh my gosh. How do I start this segment? First off, let's welcome in Big Faye 5 There's a lot to talk about with Marlon. Marlon Faye, right? Marlon, how are you? I am doing fine, man. I am doing great. It is cold down here. Uh, but, yeah, everything's fine, man. Okay. Um, just making sure he's making sure everything's okay because uh, Jerry spoke earlier this morning. I wish to hell all I had to worry about was a ball hitting the screen or a little sun getting in there. That's uh, his answer to the question of 1053 to fan. If they were planning on putting some, some blinds or shading. <laughs> So, so Cowboys only, players don't get the sun in their eyes. Only that, but Marlins going up. What you're yeah. going up against, T. Bob? Oh man, are, are you yeah. are y'all going up against each other, or are y'all yeah. just running? Yeah, what, what's going on here? Yeah, what, what, what they called they called me out, man. You know, and I I have to represent for ESPN New Orleans down here. I'm not gonna just you know. So, so T. Bob called me out, and uh, you know I had to show him the recent videos, guys. You know I had to show. Uh, them, uh, me hitting the bags and letting them know that, you know, this young man still has it, baby. Hello, somebody. So, so he called me out, so I put it out there. So, yeah, so there's a little thing going on here. So it's supposed to be a Hester's, uh, foundation, but I, I told him I'm ready. You know, it's gonna feel good to put back on the, you know, those shoulder pads, those LSU shoulder pads. And, uh, so oh, oh, he, have to do, he has to block you? No, we're gonna do big cat drill. Oh. So oh, I'm taking Marlon. All day. I'm taking Marlon. I'm going Marlon. I'm putting all my money on Marlon. I got Marlon here. I've seen him first action. Uh, well, he smoked us in a 40-yard dash yes. over at New Orleans Harley-Davidson last year. Um, so I, I quite honestly, I, I think I think it matters. I think it means more to you. You can, you know, think of the Cowboys' loss. You can think of the disappointment. You can, you know, Maybe tweet at Jerry Jones, hey, if I win this on behalf of the Cowboys, maybe hook me up with some seats next year. <laughs> I mean, put you know, I, mean, think, I think you have more to play for, Marlon. That's what I'm getting at. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's what I look at, right? You know, and I, and I did the video out because I got a lot of text messages and a lot of calls after the Cowboys had a disappointing loss. I wasn't, I wasn't as mad as folks thought I was going to be because for the simple fact, I'm not going to leave with the referees. I'm not. They did have 14 penalties, but I'm just saying eight of them might have not been penalties. The play at the end, it shouldn't have went down to that. So the thing is, we'll be back, baby. That, that's all that matters. It's a young team, you know, guys between mm-hmm. the ages of like 22, 20, I'm sorry, 20, 20, 28. That's some young legs, man, right there. So I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, 
we we all we all got to sit down and watch this weekend's uh, game. So look, I gave you I gave, I gave you credit, <laughs> your props. You did the um, the public service announcement video on Twitter back on Monday. You like you can't complain if you're not in, you know. So I, I get it, you know. But look, you're a good dude. There's a lot to talk about though. I just finished talking about it with um, John Forcade though. And I wanted to, to ask your take as well because you're, you're huge into obviously high school football, West Bank high school football, the other side of the Harvey Canal, essentially on the West Bank Expressway, West Jeff. I crossed the canal, dude. And there's Shaw, essentially. Hank Tierney going back to the Eagles. What does that mean to you? It, it's huge. It's a, it, it's history. Um, it's a lot. Again, man, uh, I went to Shaw as a freshman and a sophomore. And a lot went down, and Hank ended up leaving, and, and I left, and, and several other players. Uh, but you know, 18 years later, to, to see that that hatchet is uh, officially uh, buried, and it was years ago. Um, it's good to get somebody who has been so huge in that Marrero community. You look at, you look across the scope, guys like Sharon Carey, um, even back in the early 80s with uh, Nebraska's uh, coach uh, Mickey Joseph and, and his brothers, Vance Joseph. Arizona Cardinals, you look across, look on television in our industry, guys like Ryan Clark, these are all guys, including myself, cut from Coach Hank's cloth. And, you know, me, me and Coach Hank have, have a special story. Uh, we ended up going to West Jeff, took a team that was only 10 to 10 and no, but it wasn't us. It was it was guys like Chad Barnardo, Ronell Jones, and Roger Cole, and uh, rest in peace, my brother uh, Smurf um, uh, Singleton. Guys like that, that 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 really you know helped guys that were at West Jeff and you know us coming in from Charlotte, uh, Zach Destell and Justin Johnson and you know I'm going through a list of guys because you know hangs back and and it's you know it really hadn't really sat in with me yet but you know I start thinking about that transition and, and how he adapted and adjusted and still had a winning team and even recently Gus uh you look at guys like T.J. Finley and um. And Stevenson, guys from uh, from Ponchatoula doing well in the SEC and are big recruits. And, you know, those are guys cut from Coach Hank Club as well out there in Ponchatoula. Uh, so, you know, you, you look at that all wrapped into one. It's going to take some time. You know, of course, um, a, a lot of rebuilding to go on. You know, Shaw's going to 4A now, so it's going to be different. But, you know, congratulations to Coach Hank. Goat legend, man. That's, that's family right there. Hello, somebody. Yep. Speak with Marlon Favorite at Big Fave 504 is a way to follow him over on Twitter. I want to go up the, the road here to Baton Rouge. You know, Jordan brought this up yesterday. The Tigers right now on the transfer portal are doing what? Jordan? Yeah, number one in transfers, receiving transfers from other schools. And also bringing in guys that are, that are local around here, like a, a St. Aug native man in Cortez Hankton. How, how big is that impact over in Baton Rouge as well? That's huge. Uh, Cortez and, uh, and his brother Corday Hankson, who's at, uh, University of Texas. Uh, good coaches, football guys, uh, St. Aug, uh, grad. I want to say, uh, Cortez attended Texas Southern, uh, for college, played in the NFL. And hey, he, he's a national champion recent and <laughs> just, just won it with Georgia. And that's huge because if you look at the scope and how it's very genius, uh, what's going on, uh, you know, big, big ups to, to Verge Alsbury and Scott Woodward and, and now Coach Brian Kelly coming in and being open-minded and really cutting the cloth of Louisiana fabric all throughout the country and bringing it in, it's huge. And, and, you know, we talked about how big Frank Wilson was a while back. That's huge. And now you you bring in players, guys like West Bank, West Dev guys, well, uh, Greg Brooks, 
And now you bring in a guy like Cartez Hankton, you know, someone who's from the New Orleans area, knows the, knows the people, young coach, you know, very open-minded. It, it helps with recruiting. You know, some of the best players are right here in, in, in this state. Um, so you, you, you do that. And, and, and it's just, Gus, to be honest with you, um, Scott Woodward, you know, you got to give people their flowers. Look at Coach, uh, Coach Kim with, with our basketball team. Look at Coach right. Will Wade, you mm-hmm. know. Brian Kelly so far, it, it, it's looking good. And, and, and I like the way that the Tigers were, were – we never lost our relevance. I mean, people forget that 2019 was just right there, Coach Ed Rodriguez went a natty. But to see that, you know, we see things slightly falling off, getting it back on track. And, you know, Scott Woodward's done an excellent job with that. So I'm excited for Cartaz Hankton. Uh, he actually grew up down the street from us uh, uh, in New Orleans while my wife and, and, uh, and went to school with my brother-in-law at St. Aug. And, you know, good guy, man. I'm, I'm excited for him and uh, looking forward to uh, LSU continuing to keep this thing rolling. Uh, Marlon, uh, I'm looking forward to already just football um a couple of months from now, but it's nuts when you think about it. We only got, you know, three more games over two weekends after this weekend. Got the conference championship game and then you have the Super Bowl and then uh, spring practice will be into it. Uh, what did you think of the reports? True or not true? I thought it was interesting. Some people saying don't believe everything you see that Caleb Williams might be considering LSU and USC down to his final two. Caleb Williams, man, came in and absolutely changed. Uh, Oklahoma's season, that would be a heck of a, a pickup. But then Jordan immediately went, well, can you imagine being Miles Brennan? Well, what if Caleb comes in? Miles is not starting over Caleb Williams. And then that guy came into play. He did, Gus. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. The, the way this thing is pulling together, the coaching staff, the way it's shaping, um, it, it wouldn't surprise me. I did see that same report. Do I believe it? Kind of, sort of, but it, like, again, and, and Gus, just the way over at Concord, we've been super busy with our kids, our high school kids. You know, right now we have 12 kids on our roster. We're trying to get placed. Um, I have to shoot you guys that YouTube, uh, Jordan. I have to remember to send that to you. But the transfer portal is on fire. At one point, they had over 4,000 kids in the transfer portal. So it's, it's really turning into NFL free agency with more players because in less restrictions, I mean, legit, let's let's dissect this, guys. This really did happen recently. We lost Elias Ricks to Alabama <laughs> for early signing day. You know, so you, you look at how NIL um, is still shaping things. We look at how, how, how things are going in, in terms of, you know, guys are just shaping their roster. And a lot of coaches have to win now. Now, fortunately for Brian Kelly, it's a 10-year contract. So he can, he can build a roster and take his time to, to really shape this, this LSU team. But I'm just telling you, Gus, it's, it's, we're dealing with it in our house with Kentrell. He, he has visits coming up with different schools, but it's so much going on for high school kids because of the transfer portal and the coronavirus. So you have guys able to have extra years, six and seven years. We're talking about Miles Brennan. This is about to be his, what, seventh year? Six years? <laughs> like, yeah, this is, this is happening. So <laughs> – it, 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 is, it wouldn't surprise me if Caleb Williams comes to LSU because, again, this is a mini NFL. <laughs> uh, 
It's going to be interesting, man, where it goes. And obviously, uh, well, it's right around the corner, Marlon, the, the February signing day. So well, let's see what happens when, when that takes place here as well. Got some exciting football, though, to come. Thanks, as always, man. Appreciate the time over the weekend. You know we got nothing but love for you, buddy. And we'll talk to you on Monday. Peace. There we go. Have Ladies and gentlemen, Marlon Favorite. That big fave on the four. Mr. Hello Somebody himself. Quick break. We come back. Leo Haggerty will join us. <laughs> It's a sports hangover on ESPN New World. is here at Greg LeBlanc Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all-new, redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade-in. Or check the inventory online Online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. For more than two decades, Reed's Metals has been providing metal roofing, steel buildings, and all the accessories for customers to buy direct and save. Reed's Metals specializes in on-job, sight-standing seam in over 20 colors, plus 26 and 29 gauge AZ-50 and AZ-55 Gavaloom, backed by a 45-year written paint warranty and a 25-year warranty on acrylic-coated Gavaloom. Buy direct and save Reed's Metals, located at 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast Brookhaven, or call 601-823-6516, online at reedsmetals.com. On August 29, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985 446 3333. I'm Matt Ori. And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800 998 1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. Oh, man. Gus Kattengill, Jordan Kleber with the Leo Haggerty at Sports Magazine. Thank you, sir, for providing. Essentially somebody from every team that's in the playoffs, man. Appreciate it. Leo, how are you today? You know, Gus, I'm fine, but I'll tell you what. Give props to Jordan. I ran him around like a chicken with his head cut off. But we tried to get people set up, and, and Jordan, props. You did a great job. No, no, Leo, thank you for all your help. It really helped out a lot this week. You mentioned chicken. I'm looking at chicken wings right now. Anyway, one of the things oh, that – no, hey, good look. It's, you got playoffs. I got games Saturday. I got games Sunday. I legitimately went to a store yesterday after the show, got stuff to put on the pellet grill Saturday and Sunday. I am ready. So I kind of want to go through those games, and we'll get specifically into the Bucks one here as well. Titans and Bengals, I'm like, why not? That's what I've been saying all week when it comes to Cincinnati. I know the Titans get King Henry back, but he hadn't played in a while, so I don't know what kind of shape he's going to be in. Um, and, and, and look, I... In in the history of number one seeds, this might be one of the weakest number one seeds. And what I mean by that is, like, normally your number one seeds, they're 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 no brainers. They're the yes, that is the number one seed 
of everybody. I, I, I don't see them that much better, if at all, really, than, than the Bengals when they're playing well. You? Seth, I agree with you. This They basically got the number one seed by default. You know, no one else wanted it. And, and again, if, if this team is coming in with a healthy Derrick Henry, I don't think there's any question about who you think is going to win the game. Uh, the, the one thing people don't realize right now is the Bengals are playing with house money. And when you're playing with house money, you're pretty loose. And I expect Joe Burrow to come in and throw caution to the wind. I expect Coach Taylor to do the same thing. And it, 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 it's going to be a really interesting game, especially if Derrick Henry's on a pitch count. He can only go maybe 12, 15, 17 snaps. So you got – i tell you what, uh, Steve Arcardipone, who our Tennessee guy is, he came out and said, look, uh, you tackle Derrick Henry in the first quarter, it's a business decision. When you tackle him in the fourth quarter, it's a retirement decision. i still got to go with the Titans. Very, very close. I'm thinking 23-21 with a late field goal. Mm, all right, okay. Um, obviously, the afternoon game. We will uh, get back to here in a quick sec because that – no, it's 49ers-Packers. That's right. That is the the late game on Saturday. So let's do that. 49ers-Packers, what is it, six-and-a-half-point favorite is Green Bay. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just – I just I, honestly, I can't get past this. I just trust Aaron Rodgers over Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, I, I know that might be kind of short-sighted and minded in what Shanahan can do because for the most part – in the last two wins, he's kind of almost taken the ball out of Jimmy G's hands, but he's capable of, I guess, doing it. We saw that, that game-winning drive against, you know, Los Angeles. I don't know. I, I still think it's Packers. Do you think it's by six and a half, though? I guess that's the biggest question. I think it's Packers, and here's where TV has way too much influence on what's going on. If this game is played in the afternoon, it's probably about 12 or 14 degrees in Green Bay, maybe 19 or 20, it's going to be at zero come kickoff time. Windchill is going to be about uh, somewhere around a negative 10, negative 15. And just, I, I got to go with the Packers. And I think it's going to be a close game until you factor Mother Nature in. I think the Packers get 14. I think the San Francisco 49ers get 17. But I'm going to add 10 to the Packers with Mother Nature. 2417 pack. Ooh, all right. I like that. All right. Buffalo, Kansas City. I, I'm going Buffalo. I, I heard a stat this morning with two sets of stats. 10 games they won by double digits um, this season, more than any other team in the NFL. And also, there were eight shutouts in the NFL this season. Buffalo has two of them. So that's a quarter of the shutouts. Can Buffalo go into KC and kind of do what I've seen them do this year? They almost feel like they. They have that chip on your shoulder of, I haven't forgotten, right? Almost payback. They did it at KC early in the regular season. They did it to the Patriots twice after they got there. You know what? Handed to them in the first meeting. That was a statement last week. Wasn't it, Leo? That was a statement to Bill Belichick and the Patriots. I think they go to KC and win. You know what, Gus? I, te- I texted and tweeted midway through that Buffalo game is that Bills, have, Bills fans have waited decades for this butt kicking. It was just phenomenal to watch and again Gus the Bills have put out the blueprint on how to beat Kansas City last year you got to get pressure up the middle and you got to come hard off the edge the problem was 
because that made Mahomes turn his back to the play. The problem was the Bills didn't have the athletes to run him down like the Bucks did. And the Bucks, you know, made do the same thing, turn. And when he turned back, there was a different color jersey there. There wasn't with the Bills. Hey, the Bills got those guys this year. Gus, I'm on, on it with you. I think the Bills win. And I think the Bills win big. I'm thinking like 37-20. Leo, you got Bucks or Rams this weekend? You know what, Jordan? I'm one of the guys that thinks this is going to be first one to 40 wins. Everybody's talking 40. about. Yeah, I, I'm thinking everybody's talking about a low-scoring game. Well, here's the problem. Whitworth isn't playing for the Rams. Tristan Wirtz is going to be on one leg and may not even be able to play for the Bucks. Ryan Jensen is a big question mark. Both quarterbacks are going to have to get the ball out early. That is the Rams' modus operandi, and Brady can do whatever needs to happen. The Rams are playing without safeties. The Bucks are still held together in the secondary by a Band-Aid. I'm looking for a lot of scoring, and I'll tell you what, David Alexander hit the nail on the head. Can't bet against Brady. 45-42. Ryan suck up with a field goal as time expires. Bucks go on to Green Bay. Whoa, all right. Because I was going to say one of the matchups that was interesting that was brought up earlier in the show was, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. He wasn't in that first meeting, and Brady threw 55 times. You think he's going to throw in and around that area again? And more importantly, can can the Bucks secondary match up with Cup and, and Beckham? You know what, Gus? That's, that's going to be something we can't even make a decision on until game time to see who's healthy enough to play. What I did like about what the Arizona Cardinals did, and there wasn't a lot of right they did, they took Cooper Cup out of the game the first yeah. half, and he had two catches. Now, can the Bucks do that? Yeah, they got the ability. Their linebackers can run. You know, Shaq Barrett, JPP, they got speed, and they come off the bench with Joe Tryon, who's 6'5", and then Nelson, who's 6'6". So, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, Matthew Stafford's going to have to play with. What I think's going to happen, Gus and Jordan, with both teams, Look for a lot of zone blitzes. You have to try to take away from Brady pre-snap read. Same thing with Stafford. If all of a sudden he thinks he's getting a four-man rush and he gets a three-man rush, but those two outside backers come and one of those defensive backs, uh, defensive tackles or games drops back, now he's got to hold the ball. The quarterback that has to hold the ball in this game is the one that's going to get beat because he's going to get hit. Again, I, I like what the Rams do, I asked uh, Coach uh, Todd Bowles, the Rams are notorious for pre-snap shifts, pre-snap motions, and jet motions right before the ball. I said, how hard is this? He said, boy, we better communicate or there's going to be some open guys. And Gus, you know as well as I do. Jordan, you know as well as I do. The hardest thing to do is communicate when they're getting ready to snap the ball one or two seconds later. All right, so I guess uh, we have all that down packed, ready to get going here. What, what, what you know, Leo? Um, do, do you think that there would be any surprise of all the four games? What do you think will be has the greatest chance of being a surprise? Rams, Bucks. If, really? if Tristan Works and Ryan Jensen can't play, the Bucks are talking about moving cap at tackle. Boy, I'll tell you what, that's as a coach, I, I would be crying in that room saying, now we got to replace three guys, not mm. two. 
And again, the Chiefs did the same thing. When their both tackles went down, they moved the guards outside. Saw how good that was against the Bucks. You, you, with offensive linemen, you want to try to make as least changes as possible. Now, the problem the Bucks have is the backup Wells is hurt, too. So, again, everybody talks about next man up, but that next man up ain't an all-pro offensive tackle. I think that's got the chance for the Rams to come in and win. Again, depending upon you know who plays for the Bucks and who plays for the Rams. Uh, I'll tell you what, Gus, I'm in it with you. Cincinnati, <laughs> they're playing with house money. Yeah. They, they can go in there and, and actually, if they come in and play loose, we see what Joe Burrow can do when they play loose. Now, I'm hoping the officials don't have as bad a weekend as they did last mm-hmm. week because, man, I'll tell you, that, that, that was a travesty last week with all that craziness going on. Well, here's the thing, man. The reason why I feel like, too, is I go back to the NFC Championship game, Saints hosting the Vikings. And Saints players, seasons removed, did admit what we kind of sort of felt, at least I did, that that was the, the, the last drive for the game-winning field goal to send the Saints to the Super Bowl. Drew Brees didn't throw a spiral in the entire drive. <laughs> they were all wobbly passes. He was holding on to the ball. He mentioned it. He didn't want to throw a pick, so he kind of held on to it a little bit longer. And the balls were low, great catches, you know, just off the, the turf by Pierre Thomas and others. So I, I think when you look at it, um, there was probably more pressure for the Bengals last week to win at home and end that playoff drought than, as you're mentioning, house money here. I mean, you show up to Tennessee, they're the number one seed, you know? I think if I'm Zach Taylor, that's how I'm approaching it. You go out there and, you know, end the rounds, do whatever, man. Gus, I agree. It's... <laughs> I think you see every bag of tricks that the Bengals have come out of the bag. Now, again, as Jerome Vickers brought out, the problem Cincinnati has, they play a 4-2-5. They're going to play five defensive backs. You're going to see Derrick Henry salivating back there. Man, six in the box? Are you kidding me? So if that can happen, if the Bengals can control the running game with six in the box and Tannehill has to throw, now now you're an advantage Cincinnati. Let's be honest. And if the Bengals get the lead, I want to see how how Tennessee reacts to that. Uh, when, we, when we saw the Bucks go out to Los Angeles, there was all talk of going, you know, twenty and zero in Tampa Bay, and that mm-hmm. the Bucks got down early, like ten, thirteen, nothing, and all of a sudden that running game vanished, and, and they panicked because oh, we got to win, we got to win. Well, guess what? That's all done now, and. I think you're going to see the home team has a tremendous advantage in this. Los Angeles got to come 3,000 miles. Cincinnati, not that far down to Tennessee. Buffalo, they've been to Kansas City already. San Francisco, yeah, everybody talks about the uh, what the San Francisco 49ers have done to the Packers in the past, but guess what? That ain't the Packers team they're going to see on, on Sunday or oh, Saturday, yeah. excuse me. And you know the Packers are going to come out, everybody in shirt sleeves. And they're going to look at the 49ers and say, it ain't cold. It ain't cold. And guess what? It's going to be cold. I'll tell you what, it's the 30s be- over here, buddy. He's going to be in the 20s on no short of the lows tonight. So uh, it's going to be a little chilly. Leo Haggerty at Sports Magazine. As always, man, we enjoy talking to you. We'll see you again next week. Jordan? Thank you for all your help, Leo, this yeah, week. Appreciate it, buddy. Big yeah, help. and we'll try to get all the guys that are, are still winning and still in to come on <laughs> next week and talk about their game. How's that sound? Sounds good. Sounds great. Thank you, Leo. Take care, guys. You know what? I've had a good Friday, haven't you? show's gone pretty well. Feels like it's gone nice and fast, too. 
How about when we, how about when we, uh, come back? We end the show with something that always will put a smile on a lot of no, Pelican fans' faces. What? A win? No. Making fun of the Lakers. It's the sports hangover at ESPN New Orleans. Will we bend? Or will we open up and take this whole thing in? <laughs> Conquer the cold at Barker Kia with these hot deals on our entire lineup of new Kias. These Kias are packed with our value and technology. Best of all, they all come with our famously low Barker Kia price. Come take a look at the ultra sporty 2022 Kia K5. That includes an 8-inch touchscreen lane keeping technology that all comes standard. Or drive home in a new 2022 Kia Sorento, the third row seven-seater SUV with standard features like smartphone integration. And of course, we have to mention the all-new Kia Carnival MPV. The SUV-inspired van has a radical departure from the usual. Now that says it all. So come conquer the cold with a hot deal at Barker Kia and get our famously low Barker Kia price. And you know all these new Kias come with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. That's Barker Kia and Homer. Or shop online at BarkerKia.com. Come see me, people. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. See Kia.com, a retailer for details. When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets King Cake Dough. Rouse's Markets makes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets King Cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home. On August 29th, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985-446-3333. I'm Matt Ori. And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. <laughs> Sports. Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. We'd like to congratulate the Carolina Kitty Cats for an excellent hired offensive coordinator, Ben McAdoo. McAdoo? Mac- yeah. <laughs> Ralph Marlboro just tweeted, why would Sean Payne ever leave this division? Mm. By the way, the team that's still in the playoffs, and I understand, and they won the division this year at Tampa Bay, they shut them out in Tampa. I... I if the Saints just literally don't have the worst luck this year, <laughs> lose their quarterback to the Bucks. You think they're still in the playoffs? Yeah, I, they're a playoff team for you sure. Think they're still in the playoffs. Do I think they're still in the playoffs? If if you had a starting quarterback, yeah. If, if all right, let's say that doomsday didn't happen. Doomsday. What and what like what what is doomsday to you though? Like seventy five percent. No, seventy five percent of the roster was gone. Yeah. Okay. Throughout the season, mm-hmm. so I'm saying like 65 percent of that ro- the roster is healthy. 75 percent of the roster is healthy. Okay, you think they're still in it right now? With that defense, you have a shot. Absolutely, I agree. I do. Run it back. Defensively, I think you're running it back, right? Mm. 
if DC if the, uh, anyway, comes back. Um, so Russell Westbrook got benched. What was it Wednesday? Right? It was Wednesday. Do we have? No, I know. I know. It was forty-five minutes on NBA Today. Fifteen minutes on this. I'm not taking fifteen minutes. I don't have fifteen minutes. But anyway, so Charles Barkley. (laughs) This is the thing. Everyone's asking LeBron and Frank Vogel. It's Frank Vogel's fault. It's Russell Westbrook's fault. You know how I said. I said this before. Even with Todd's on or anybody else's on over there in Chicago. Caruso. I thought. I think losing Caruso was big for them. That dude was a gnat. Gnat. Pestering gnat. If you played again, I mean, he just always made the right play, was smart. I mean, just he was a gnat. They they don't have a good team. Old, of young, yeah, right. Like, hey, but remember, remember LeBron said he was taking receipts on all. Remember that? Cash him in. Anyway, last night Charles Barkley. I just want to say, I, I you know, so I never root. I don't because I don't care who wins. I mean, I just want the season to be over so we can go play golf and fish. All right, let's. Uh, but I root. I, the Lakers are such wussies, and I only say wussies because I can't say the word I want to no, say. I know the way they have tried <laughs> Ernie, to throw Russell Westbrook and Frank Vogel under the bus is just really pissing me off. Right. And I got to tell you something. Oh no, hey, you know we've got a we've got a guest standing by. Well, well the and Lakers then... still suck when we get back from his interview. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How they guessed after the game to, to go to the game? Then you know, so they do the interview and come well, right back. He was playing. I'm still mad. Now listen, <laughs> I'm not going to sit out like all these clowns on other networks got okay. their head up the Lakers' booties. Now they're blaming Frank Vogel and Russell Westbrook. Listen, the people up top who put that trash together are running and hiding like cowards, saying, "Oh, it's Frank, it's Russ." You put all them old geezers out there. Listen. The best guy, other than LeBron, in the last month has been who? Stanley Johnson. Yeah. And for y'all to be bringing a guy who was on the street, and he becomes your second best player, and the, the general, whoever running that trash out there, getting away, uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. Anthony Davis isn't the second best player? Building that legacy, I see. Hey, New York City. First of all, it was Todd. It kind of sounded like Todd at first. <laughs> it makes me happy. It all no, it does. It really makes me happy. I got to skip to it because I'm running out of time. Come on. That's right. Come on. I need the chorus. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hurry up. The show's about to end. Come on, Randy Newman. I love it. Love it. Travis, are you listening? Turn it up, Travis. Come on, Travis. Oh, I love LA. Anyway, Matt Muscoda, after further review, is next on ESPN New Orleans. Your new Ford dealership in LaFouche Parish is Calvin Braxton Ford. You may need your vehicle serviced, but you don't want to drive too far. Get ready for some good news. The Calvin Braxton Ford Service Department in Lockport.